Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast of best shows on TV. And I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And tonight we are doing the Walking Dead preview of season six. Um, we just wrapped up with the Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, we both enjoyed it, even though my brother had a little bit of less good taste than I did. But I have always forgiven him for his shortcomings, and so nothing will change tonight. Uh, but we are talking about the Walking Dead. Um, this is a collection of information that my brother and I have been collecting via interviews with Kirkman and Scott Kimple, um, press releases, information online, different things. And we wanted to put a few little tidbits out there to kind of make you salivate a little bit more for the upcoming season uh, and be as excited as we are. Um, and bro, I'm just going to go ahead and start it off and just, I know we got this all this list right here and, uh, just discuss a few things. Um, some of this you could almost say is maybe a touch spoiler-esque, but we're going to hold back. Uh, we're not going to give you comparisons or innuendos for the future, but basically just general information you could find online or things that have already been discussed, but we're going to condense it all into one thing. So, Hey, if you're listening, you know where we are and what we're thinking for this season. And at the end, we'll kind of give you some predictions. Um, we do know the season is going to start literally right as the last scene was shot. It's going to pick right back up. You know, if you remember at the end of the season last year, my poor girl Deanne lost her husband, got the old katana to the throat, and Rick came over there and shot that sorry bastard, old Pete. Uh, and this was all right in front of Lenny James, Morgan's character, Daryl and everything, and the entire place is just in shock. And credits roll, you know. Um, according to everything, they're literally going to pick up the show right from then and there. Uh, I, I'm digging this, bro. I think it's a great decision. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. I don't want to skip ahead at all. I want to see the total reaction from you know what Morgan just witnessed. Right, yeah. Um, Morgan's going to be a big deal this year. Uh, he has been added as a regular cast character. Um, so we're going to see him for the long haul for sure. So that's a that's a great decision. Lenny James is a phenomenal actor. Um, just about anything that I've seen him in, I think he's just epic. Um, I even watched the whole season with that um, – Low Winter Sun. You remember that that came yeah, out? Yeah, He was phenomenal. I mean, I hate that the show tanked, and uh, it just didn't have enough to grip you. The hook wasn't there. Uh, you know, Detroit crime, dirty drama, just it really wasn't. But I did watch it. I enjoyed it. He was great. Um, I'm excited now that he's a regular. I think he just adds that much more to the quality of the show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to him and, and the other um – character jesse that they added as a full-time character as that's well. right yeah they added uh jesse and we got some new characters um one of them heath that was his name yeah he um is the guy who played what was that movie that just came out uh, he was in um you know the straight rap, out of compton straight out of compton that's right Corey hawkins is his name um okay He's going to be the Heath, um, which this is not spoiler. Uh, in the comic books, he was a supply runner, you know. And if you see his pictures online and different things, he so much looks the part of the character in the comic books. Um, he looks like a man who's resourceful. He carries a weapon. Um, and if you know anything about Alexandria from the show, they don't keep weapons inside and so on. So if you see a picture with him weapons, so obviously this is a guy they allow outside the wall. Right. Um, so I think that's pretty new. Um, they also all, uh, uh, got a new one named um, Denise. I think it's going to be the doctor is also the love interest to Heath. Um, and this is played by Merritt uh, Weaver. 
now she's a, an Emmy-winning actress, so this is another big get. Big get. You know, this is add some more cred to the Walking Dead yeah. family. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's a good situation. I'm pr- I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, now, all these new characters. What this has told us, and basically what has been confirmed, is is that this is the largest cast in Walking Dead history so far through six episodes. And I'm okay with that because that just means more epic deaths. They're going to come down the line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this they, they need an influx of some new characters that you give a damn about. Exactly. So um, now there is another one more, um, Ethan Embry, and which I've, I know this guy, and I can't think of some other shows he's in, but he's going to be the new guy, Carter. Now, if you've ever seen any of the promos or the previews, he's the guy who's voicing the opinion against Rick and his new way of being in here, as well as just basically his whole group invading into Alexandria. Um, you know, he was just in that commercial with Christy Brinkley in the minivan, and uh-huh. the, you know, the red Ferrari pulls up. Yeah. You know, kind of a pun to the Griswold, you know. Right, right. Uh, but that's that's Ethan Embry, so he's the, the other new character. Um, now, going back to Morgan and Rick, the what has been confirmed and what they talk about is is that. You know, Morgan has rejoined the group and that these two characters are completely different people compared to where they were on season one. And that this show is going to explore the differences in both of them and how they come back together. Um, and basically, it's going to, they're talking about how this could be a conflict because, like you said, Morgan just walks in and she's Rick execute a man. And if you watched last season, you know that he's like, he's not trying to kill anybody. Uh, Morgan's turned into Donatello and is out there knocking heads with his stick and stuff. It's uh, staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, side note, the reason I call it Donatello, by the way, if you've watched any of those little side things, the guy who played Donatello in the original movie actually trained Lenny James with the staff for The Walking Dead. Ugh. How about that? I mean, it's fitting. Very fitting. I still want to know how he became the... I still am curious how they're going to put that into the Walking Dead universe. I do. Yeah. I mean, if he has a rat that comes out and trains him while he's in the woods or something, we got problems. Yeah. The ooze. <laughs> the ooze. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I'm not going down that road. Not at all. Um, something else. You know, we talked about the extra cast and uh, how... Yeah. I am super excited about this. You know, this we've always been teased and tantalized about the herd, the amount of zombies, and the day that they actually come to have to deal with them. We do believe that's going to happen this season. Um, Greg Nicotero has come out and talked about how he has broke the record for the most walkers in a visual scene in the first episode, uh, 654 on-screen walkers. Yeah. That'll be nice because we've been waiting patiently, beyond patiently for a good herd scene. You know, yes, we've missed out several Hopefully, times. they don't waste this opportunity like Fear, The Walking Dead, kind of did and we talked about the other night. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully, we can get to see this be the real deal epic. These people are veteran killers. They ought to be able to handle. Yes. Or at least properly engage a herd. Right. Nick Otero bragged about how this was breaking the record three times the record of anything previously on screen, as well as he was discussing his new technique for creating zombies for this. Believe it or not, he said they created a spray tan booth to create zombies faster, quicker, 
you know, to be able to be eligible for this. <laughs> I I love to see this in action. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, they're going to be spraying on some pretty nasty stuff. And uh, plus, I like the fact that Nicotoro's role is going to expand even further. Yeah, in this. What, what, what did we find out about him? Isn't he directing a bunch? Well, he's directing the season opener. He's shooting the opener. I think he, uh, he's the doing finale. the season premiere, the season finale, yeah. and one more episode 12. Yeah. So four, three of them major episodes. And normally they bring him into direct on the action episodes with lots of zombie gore. Right. Not necessarily, you know, infighting with people on people, but the zombie stuff, yeah. you know, which he's excelled at. I'm looking forward to it. Well, that means uh, good news for episode one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if we know we're going to see 654 on-screen zombies, and we got Nicotero as the director, this spells recipe for awesomeness. Absolutely. And you know we're going to get some new gamey, disgusting walkers. Yes. Um, when you were looking at Nicotero, is he going to play zombie this year? Yes, he is actually. It was third episode, I believe. Yeah, and he's it's a special zombie. I think they've even promoted a little bit. Um, we think. Maybe. You know, he discusses talking about how he's been, for six seasons, wanting to create a zombie that survived an attack and maybe had an implement stuck to him. Only thing I can think of is, is that they keep promoing that one zombie that's got a face cut right down in half and it's kind of like slid off to the side and yeah. he's got this big weapon stuck in his chest could easily be that that's it i i can't remember what nicotero looks like against that zombie so it's hard for me to know for sure but he's always got some pretty disgusting stuff up his sleeve yeah uh i'm 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 looking forward to it yeah thoroughly he's gonna they're gonna go they're gonna go all for it and they're gonna do it um now they are gonna do flashbacks and that's all they've kind of really said. They've said that, you know, we're going to learn about Morgan and how he became who he is. And so if they're saying flashback, I'm going to willing to guess we're going to figure out what happened from episode clear in the third season to where we are now. And we're going to get some of that. Like we said, we're probably going to find out how he became Donatello, you know, or the, yeah. why he has a rabbit's foot that he carries around now. Yeah. So, um, I'm down for that. I actually enjoyed some of the backstory when they did Bob. Remember Bob back in, yeah. you know, the, I liked how they kind of showed where he was and how he came to and, you know, that kind of stuff. I think it's going to be cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, any really, anytime Morgan's on the screen, I'm, I'm interested. Yes, there's no doubt. Now, Kirkman has come out and said that this show is going to do some explaining or give you prequels to things that not even the comic book gave you uh, information about. Um, I don't. I don't know what to think about this because you know I'm a huge comic book reader. I'm, I'm current. I am a huge fan of his comic book series here. Never missed one. Read him twice. Love every bit of it. I think he's been very detailed, but he is telling us the show is going to give us more information than any viewer or reader will have ever gotten. Um, well, I am kind of excited about it, but I'm also worried that that could cause problems too. To me, that means, and I'm just guessing on this because the comic books are still far beyond where the show is. It, for them to put any information that the comic book reader wouldn't meet, I only think that could be a character dying. That's not dead in the comics. Yeah. 
That's the only or, thing I could or, think. Or well, you know what I think of is is that you know they've shown us Alexandria and they've talked about people they've exiled and there's you've seen tombstones of people we don't know about. And and I remember in the comic book that there were things like that that were never explained. They talked about a character who was a problem they had to get rid of, but they never, you never knew who he was or exactly what he did or anything. I really feel like this could be that opportunity where we get maybe like a prequel to what Alexandria was created and how it became what it was. Um, who was actually the founding fathers and was it actually Deanne and her husband or someone? Maybe there was a bigger group, you know, I don't know. Possibly. I mean, I'm, I'm not totally against that. I mean, they got a lot of episodes to fill, you know, fill it up with some cool prequel or flashback exposition, you know, just to learn well, a little it more. It could even give you that uh, Alexander is not in, is wonderful as it seems, that it actually had a rough, dark beginning before it became what it is. Possibly, possibly. Or maybe these people got exiled for good reason. Yeah, very true. Um, they have also confirmed that the wolves are a big part of the season. Uh, we've been introduced to them. Knew that was know, coming pretty much. We saw where they killed the guy in the red poncho, the carved W's in the forehead. The, they have Aaron's pictures in his backpack. The, these are the same people that Lenny James Morgan character, you know, eluded, you know, gave him a whooping with the Donatello stick. Right. Um, so you can definitely imagine they are going to be key uh, they're gonna have key role in this next upcoming season. Oh, definitely. I mean, the fact that Aaron's pictures were left behind and it's like a, it's just so much set up here. Yeah, it's, just, it's inevitable. Yeah, you know? they totally set it up for this. So yeah, there's a now the comparison here is is that um, wolves can be compared to a group in the comic book called Scavengers. Um, there is a character that a lot of people are trying to see if it's going to happen this year. And this character is called as Nagin. Uh, I'm not going to dive into who he is. I don't want to be spoiler-esque or like that. Um, but he is the next epic singular leader bad guy, I guess you could say. Um, there's a lot of speculation that we might see him. Scott Gimple says it's a definite possibility, blah, blah, blah. Um, and his, he's a he's the leader of a group called saviors, not scavengers. So, you know, it can, it leaves some open for interpretation. Does this mean this? Does it mean that we're going to let you use your good judgment? Um, and I'm just not going to touch any more on that. Cause I mean, realistically, I don't see it something me personally, I don't see it in the near future. I would see more the distant future of this season, maybe like the second half, before that even becomes a possibility. You think anything differently? Well, the first thing is I don't think you need him yet. I think no. with Alexandria drama they have there and the fact that we know a herd's coming and they got these wolf people on the outside, I think that's plenty of drama for what half season. Plus, there's a lot, there's a lot left on the bone but before – where we are now and the Nagin arc, there's just a lot in between that. I just, I just don't see him rushing it. Oh, they no. just have so much. There's so much to go with. So much to mine with, you know what yeah. I mean? Mine for that in the Alexandria plot. Like, don't don't waste it. Well, considering this, think about this now. You, if you remember, you know, last season and when they encountered the um, the Terminites, you know, the the cannibals in the comic book. That was like one issue, and it was done. 
you know, it was very short, sweet. The people tormented. They took Dale. Bad things happened. They took him. They slaughtered him. End of story. It was a very quick, really cool story arc. The show turned it into a much longer version, even though it was still was short. Show version-wise, it was long. This wolves, scabs, whatever you call it, I definitely see this becoming the entire first half of the season. And I hope it does. Yeah. I want them to to focus on the turmoil inside the gate and outside the gate. Right. And they have definitely confirmed that's what it's going to be. Conflict is the theme, internal and external, for this season. And if you watch the previews, that's all they're playing is all the conflict. Right. And so that's how that goes. Um, You know, and like we said, we discussed the herd's a big part of this. There's the potential of Nagin, this new character. You know, the Charlie Aldridge, the, the amazing artist that does the comic book, said he modeled the character as uh, after Henry Rollins. You know, that's your visual. He's got black, slick back hair, wears a leather coat, looks like a biker, big smile, clean face, and just, uh, you know, epic proportions. I really don't know how they're going to handle that when they get to that point, but, you know, that's how that goes. Um, the last thing that I will talk about, which is, you know, coming very, there is potential of love this year, you know, you know, they're the Jesse character, you know, last season it was kind of brewing a little bit, you know, he was, they were eyeing and so on. Do you see it becoming something real this time? I know what happens in the comic book. I'm not going to spoil it, but do you see it, you know, as a potential? Uh, most definitely, I see a potential, but my thing is, I think Rick's going to be in too much shit right in this whole season to focus on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like he's going to be too overwhelmed and that be an additional thing. I think he wants it to happen and will attempt to make it happen, but the turmoil inside the gates, it's going to be a massive right. problem. Scott Gimple confirmed that. The first three episodes are nothing but nonstop action. It's just epic, great stuff. He really excited that he was a part of. And the show is really going to talk about conflict and so on. And you see some of the set pictures and the pieces. You know, Chandler Riggs hasn't cut his hair. His hair is long. And he is and dirty. every one of them has got pictures of them like carrying automatic rifles and AKs and different things. And these are things that were not allowed in the original regime of Alexandria. And these are all pictures from the first few episodes, you know, the ones they send out to critics and different things. And so it definitely gives you that look of, we're going to see a lot and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. So, um, man, I don't want to say anything else. I am just pumped. I'm yeah. Really looking forward keep it to short. It. Nothing too specific yeah i'm not going to spoil anything like i know what happens in the comic book and let me tell you right now we are in for a treat if they go the right direction with what the comic book has sourced the material uh i am really pumped and so i'm gonna leave it at that and tell you it's worth it roll with it we're gonna pot it we're gonna do it you let us know what your thoughts are uh, we're on Facebook, Bleed TV Podcast. We're at, at Bleed TV Podcast on Twitter, as well as we have a Gmail account, Bleed TV Podcast at Gmail. Uh, we want your thoughts. We want your comments. We want anything about the show that you want to see, hear, do, whatever. We're all about it. Uh, we're true Walking Dead fans. We're really pumped about this, and we're looking forward to the season. And you got anything else, bro? That's it, dude. Guys, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And we are out, and we'll see you guys next week.